Good morning, St. Paul. This is Wesley Wright, your host of the Unbougie Foodie. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been a rough morning. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful out there. And I say rough because I'm a bit sore. <laughs> I am. It really is uh, thanks to going to boot camp. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. Um, it's, this is all in line with, you know, eating good food, being just enjoying. <laughs> I don't even know how to put, put it all together. Uh, it's I'm sore. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. But I hope you all are having a great morning. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in with me uh, here at WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Uh, you know, as you know, this is a show all about food. And, you know, we try to make sure to bring you that on a weekly basis. So sit back and enjoy that cup of coffee and breakfast and maybe a croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Uh, and we'll just have a, you know, a discussion about food. Now, first and foremost, um, <laughs> I have to say that, you know, there's always right now it's festival time. And I know I've mentioned this in the past, but today is it's a special day. Well, it's a day that's close to my heart. <laughs> uh, it's there is curry fest that is going on uh, in Minneapolis, or uh, more like the northeast portion of Minneapolis. <laughs> but if you're not familiar with Carry Fest, Carry Fest is it's like car- uh, carnival. But uh, you know, here in the Twin Cities, they've been doing it, gosh, for a number of years now. But you know, Carry Fest 2017 is ongoing right now. Uh, I think they are going to be starting. <sighs> I think they're going to be starting it probably a, a little bit later than usual. Because I remember years in the past, it was. Hmm, it said that it, it was <laughs> going to be at one o'clock or so, but I think it might be a little bit later. Uh, anyway. Uh, Carry Fest is actually going on in the Twin Cities, uh, specifically in your, uh, yeah. It says at, it started actually already uh, at 8 a.m. Hmm. Anyway, if you're trying to find out where that is, it's located. I don't know how to describe where it's located. Because you really have to be familiar. It's on the kind of like the waterfront area. Uh, What is it? Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, I'll find you that information. But just know that Carafest is is happening um, right now, or will be going on today. Carafest it will have based. It will have Caribbean food, dancers, music. other artists that are going to be out there uh, showing their expression for Caribbean life. And again, I, as I mentioned, it's close to me because um, in the years past, I know that there, I haven't seen many Belizean folks out there. Uh, but year, two years prior, uh, all of a sudden there was this influx and I'm loving it. I'm so loving it. It was, it was a great thing to see because honestly I was thinking I, I don't have any Belize friends here in Minneapolis in Minnesota uh, and I probably do I just don't know where they are <laughs> so going to something like Carafest is like yes uh, this is perfect I get to be in with my culture and people that know what I'm talking about when I say panadas or of course meat pies or potato pound, or bun and bread. Uh, but again, it's not just about Belizeans. Think of all folks 
or cultures within the Caribbean area. Uh, I've seen Guyanese, Trinidad and Tobago, Jamaican folks, um, so many others. And it's just a day to really uh, enjoy, you know, Caribbean life, (laughs) if you would, Uh, and giving you a taste of it, of what it's like. So if you've never gone... At, you know, like I said, make sure you get get a chance to get down there. Uh, it is going to be at, and here's the address. It is going to be at West River Road between Plymouth and Broadway. Um, and actually, see, it didn't start at eight o'clock. I'm like, where is that information coming from? I know it started later. Uh, it is today at 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, and I tell you, it is such a wonderful time. Uh, the organizers, you know, it's just so much Caribbean festival fun. That's all it is. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful day for it. You get to meet with new friends, old ones. Uh, now, keep in mind that there is a, a you know a fee to get in, which it's I think it's reasonable. Uh, it's five dollars for advanced tickets, seven dollars at the door or at the gate. There are a number of places that you can go to to actually obtain those tickets. If you're interested, um, go to their Facebook page um, or visit their Facebook page and uh, find out that information uh, on other places where you are able to purchase uh, you know, tickets ahead of time before you get to the gate. Uh, or, you know, it's $2. <laughs> uh, you could pay the if you'd like, you could certainly pay the extra <laughs> when you get to the gate. It's not much. Consider all the fun that's going to be you're going to be having. Anyway, <laughs> that is again Carifest. I have to say it like that, Carifest. Uh join the join the fet. <laughs> uh being in the parade a few years ago was a whole lot of fun. Uh just be pre- be prepared to sweat. <laughs> Because it's a lot of dancing and you get to see a lot of costumes. And when they finally meet up back up to uh, where the parade begins and ends. Oh, man, that's when the party really starts to get really, really good. Because it's like music has just been heightened. People are already in that mode of I, I want to dance, I, you know. I really want to dance. Yeah. So, Cowrie Fest 2017. Hopefully my sisters or my parents or family members from California will one day come over to Minneapolis. Uh, and, you know, we'll, go to all, we'll all go to Cowrie Fest. There you go. We'll all go to Cowrie Fest. Um, there is, as you know, uh, a wonderful wonderful event that's coming up in the month of august (laughs) and what is that the state fair (laughs) yes it is the state fair and i'm i'm excited for it um every year but uh this year more so because it again is going to mean something uh for me um i have been uh on air as the unbougie foodie for almost an entire year. Imagine that. Imagine that. Trust me. It, it, to be given this opportunity to talk about food and recipes and meeting people that enjoy food as much as I do uh, and having conversations, uh, you know, on different cuisines and f- really starting my collection of cookbooks and so forth. It, it has been one of the most exciting experiences for me and I really want to you know invite you as listeners to have a a kind of a day or an experience with me at the state fair so there is going to be an event that I'm putting together and I'm talking about it early because I don't want to forget about um, mentioning it to you it is going to be called foodies at the fair and Again, it is more of a celebration, uh, more of an anniversary celebration for me um, to show my appreciation for you as listeners, um, as well as, you know, 
to the radio station. And the day that I've chosen for Foodies at the Fair or for the event, the Minnesota State Fair is having its own event um, on that particular day. Um, Again, I'm not in association with the Minnesota State Fair, but I just felt that how appropriate for a food show, the Ambuji Foodie, to be at the State Fair on a day where it's all dedicated to, well, more cooks and food every day is. I know that. But specifically, they have set aside August 27th as a day at the Minnesota State Fair cooks at the fair or Minnesota cooks day. Uh, but it's, it's a wonderful, it's going to be a wonderful time because you'll have an opportunity to meet, uh, you know, uh, either chefs, local chefs that are in the, uh, in, you know, the twin cities, there'll be food celebrities that are there, food influencers, uh, Instagram in- influencers, I should say. And well, again, what better way, what better day to be there at the fair and have an opportunity to try some of these new foods. Now, I think I, I taught, I know I touched on, you know, some of them before, but you know, just to, you know, if you're, I hope you're just as excited as I am because I don't know. I, I could kind of be much into it. Um, probably more than others probably, but I, I just, I'm excited for you know having this opportunity uh, to be on air and talk about food, all the different types. Um, again, meeting new people and but think about all the different foods that are going to be there. I mean, we've already talked about so many others uh, that are you know fluffer. Oh. <laughs> I I, I want to say that word. I want to say that word, fluffernutter. <laughs> it's it's funny to me. I I can't help it. It is very funny to me. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. I'm just gonna say it's fun. It's funny to me. <laughs> but the different foods that we have that are going to be out there, there are 31 of them, and you think of. Every year, that it's almost like these vendors or have to come up with new ideas, and they don't have to come up with new ideas, but uh, they want to be interesting and fun, uh, and just there are just so many to choose from. I'm a little uh, not at a loss for words because as I every time I look through all of these different foods, um, you know, that are going to be available. I try to think of which are the top 10 or top five that I feel I need to concentrate on because I don't know about anybody else, but I can't, I suppose that is the reason why you really should go back on multiple days for the fair because there's no way, really no way, unless you have so many, you know, a horde of friends that you're going to be going with that you are going to be able to go through 31 of these new foods at the fair. I mean, <laughs> I, I know that I, last year I stopped at three. And, you know, <laughs> I talked about that, uh, how that experience went. But I want this one to be fun. I want it to be uh, memorable. Um, so keep in mind that I will be sending out an invitation. And when I do, I, you know, I'm looking also for listeners that have, that have an idea of what type of foods that they want to try. Um, because again, with being so many, I want to concentrate on just a small portion um, so that I could get a chance to meet and know you. Um, I really am looking forward to it. So foodies at the fair, um, watch out for the invitation um, and you know hopefully it will be on a yearly or annual basis you know I'm doing it right now for anniversary celebration that means so much to me 
and I hope you'll get out and have an opportunity to, to join me on that day. Again, so I encourage you to save the date, August 27th. That will be for my events, Foodies at the Fair, at the Minnesota State Fair. You're going to have to help me. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're interested, um, again, keep listening to the radio or to the radio station uh, and specifically my show as I give more information on a weekly basis uh, about what to expect uh, from this event. Again, August 27th, Foodies at the Fair with me, the Unbougie Foodie. Now, mind you, not taking away from other events that are happening the day prior to that, I hope you will definitely come out and enjoy a time or <laughs> with WEQI. And we are the radio station is actually hosting. This is going to be the third annual 7th Street Live Festival. So that is going to be on August 26th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. right here literally walking distance from the radio station so you know you could pass by the radio station and wave through the window maybe somebody will be working that day well I know that somebody will be working I will be here I will certainly be here Uh, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. again on August 26th uh, there is going to be wonderful art uh, food and music Uh, And you've probably heard from uh, other show hosts uh, about the lineup uh, and what to expect from, you know, 7th Street Live. Uh, This year apparently is not going to disappoint, just like every year, (laughs) never disappoints. So I'm excited because I will also be out there volunteering. Uh, So hopefully you'll get a chance to. Uh, visit the booth um, and just enjoy your day out with your entire family because this is going to be a family friendly event Uh, you really can bring your children uh, parents um, and enjoy yourself at the same time Uh, it is a we'll say it's a safe space really uh, year after year that that the weqi has actually done seventh street live it's just been an enjoyable time. And I think as the years progress, uh, it is going to grow and more people are going to really come out and enjoy themselves on a great, on a really great scale. Uh, so make sure you're saving the date for that as well, which is August 26th, uh, 7th Street Live, hosted by WEQY. From 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., the address specifically where it's going to be will be 895 7th Street. And that's in St. Paul, 55106. You know, it's the time when, you know, during the summer where you really don't want to be inside the kitchen. And it's hot. It's kind of like. Yeah, it's hot. (laughs) I think you want to be outdoors. You know, grilling is fine, but to be indoors trying to make something or bake something, uh, you know, people are having, you know, I was going to say picnics, but they're having evenings out around a campfire or a fire pit. They're inviting friends over to grill, barbecue, Whatever the case, do you really want to be on the inside working so hard in a, in the heat with the oven? <laughs> I'm trying to we're trying to make things easy for you. So, you know, if you're ever invited and friend says, hey, uh, can you bring something maybe to share? You know, I came across it's the weirdest thing that you, you find when you are aren't looking for something um i came across a cookbook uh and it's called it's called dip it and just what it sounds you are it is a cookbook about dips and salsas and 
yeah, everything that you need to know, uh, any type of dip really, uh, yeah, it seems to be in this in this little cookbook. And it's a, it's a small cookbook. It's not. It's got about seventy pages. Oh, <laughs> it's got about ninety pages. Uh, but that is not to say that it does not is not filled with uh, wonderful photos and pictures <laughs> of dips from either a savory point of view or a sweet point of view. So if you're interested in probably providing something for uh, a friend's you know, cookout or barbecue and they're saying, hey, can you bring something here? We're going to talk about one or two of these uh, that are just really light and fresh and savory as well as sweet. So don't uh, if don't go far, have a pen and paper available, but. I will also make them available as well on the Unbougie Foodies Facebook page so that you will also have an opportunity to view uh, the instructions and ingredients uh, as well as the process on how to make some of these. And again, they're very simple. Um, Why not make it something that you do with maybe your children? Uh, Make it a family fun event and then go over and take it over to your friend's place or Eat it all yourself at home. (laughs) But let's start with the first one. It's going to be a savory one. And it's one that I enjoy goat cheese. And I found, I suppose, maybe a year ago. Mixing goat cheese with like herbs uh, like rosemary or chive or oregano. And then just having... I suppose a dinner, uh, I want to say a dinner cracker, but more for appetizers. One that you would use for, uh, I don't know, you could even put it on uh, bruschetta. But I was going to say like pate or, uh, you know, spreadable cheese on this particular cracker. Anyway, this one is is called goat cheese chive and pistachio spread and it doesn't have a picture but just the fact if you know what how goat cheese tastes like and then to have a herb like uh, like chive and then uh, you know some pistachio or just something to add a little bit of uh body or rounding out the uh, the other ingredients you you know your flavor palette is probably thinking okay what are you feeding me what are you giving me it's wonderful we need to have it again (laughs) so i'm going to give you the ingredients first off the first is one clove of garlic one quarter teaspoon of kosher salt, five ounces of goat cheese, and that's at room temperature. Three tablespoons of unsalted butter at room temperature. One third cup shelled pistachio nuts, finely chopped. Three tablespoons finely chopped fresh chives. And then freshly ground black pepper. Now, the freshly ground black pepper, that's probably most likely going to be the taste. But for this, again, very simple. In a bowl or a food processor, um, you're going to put the garlic and the salt until the garlic is finely minced. Then you're going to add your goat cheese and your butter. And then process that until it's all combined and really smooth. And then you know those nuts, the pistachio nuts, the one-third cup, the ones that have already been shelled, and you chop them really fine. You're going to add the nuts and the chives over the top of it. And then just add in a few grounds of pepper and then pulse that two or three times until it's all worked in 
and incorporated together in the spread. And again, you're going to taste that, you know, again, that fresh ground uh, black pepper uh, and also the salt. You're going to adjust the seasoning to your, your liking. And literally, it is that simple. And it's a wonderful spread. You could have it on, I mentioned bruschetta, uh, crostini, uh, bagel chips. Uh, pita chips are just as good as well. I think the specific brand of cracker that I was talking about was Toasties. So it comes in like a, a long uh, cracker box, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but they're, they are round. The crackers themselves are round. Um, and they have multigrain. They have uh, just light buttery. Um, I, I believe it's just plain. It doesn't have any type of herbs. It's just the standard um, toasties. Um, but I do like the, the ones with like roasted garlic uh, and cracked black pepper on it. Those taste really good because they have a flavor of their own. So when you're having, in this case, this spread... Um, along with something like that, like the toasties, it it's just so good. Uh, a lot of times you could just simply sit back and enjoy a glass of an adult beverage, maybe a Shiraz <laughs> or a Merlot with friends <laughs> and enjoy a spread like this. Again, very, very simple. Um, it makes about one cup, so you can do it ahead of time. Uh, I believe it mentions that you could do it two days in advance and you just have to cover it and refrigerate it um, when you're ready to actually uh, use a spread or, or present the spread you would just remove it from the refrigerator um, 45 minutes before it's ready to be served uh, and then you want to kind of serve it at room temperature um, cold is good too but room temperature makes it so much easier to spread on a cracker or the bruschetta um, or any of the other um, items that I mentioned, bagel chips and so on. So, it, you know, it's something, again, very simple. You might even find these in your local supermarket to already made, but why not do it yourself? And if you're probably wondering, gosh, where am I going to find goat cheese? Don't knock your local farmer's market, specifically St. Paul Farmer's Market. They offer a wide variety of different um, cheeses and dairies available um, but also think about going to Aldi uh, even if you don't or your local cub if you want you can don't have to feel like you buy in a, a large container of goat cheese you know you can they have what the three inch maybe about four inch tube of goat cheese which is perfect for that I mean, all you have to do is chop up your chives, your pistachios, um, you know, remember to add in the other ingredients and so forth, uh, along with you know, the salt and so. I don't want to go over it again. <laughs> and, you know, it's that simple. And even if you don't want to do the pistachio, just think, all you have to do is add goat cheese and maybe a rosemary, chopped up some rosemary, or chop up some oregano. Or just chive by itself. And just mix it in with that goat cheese. Uh, nothing extra uh, to you know the goat cheese. Again, just by itself. Uh, and with one herb or two. If you want to do kind of like a, a flavor blend. Um, that's great. But again, one of those herbs with just goat cheese. And then on uh, bruschetta or crostini. Um, is perfect. Uh, it's an enjoyable time, you know, or item. Uh, and it could be an appetizer that you could share with friends. Um, easy to make. Very easy to make. The next one is a dessert one. And you know how I am about... I, I enjoy making things with fruit. Uh... I've done, I suppose, a special occasion. It's been a while, though, where I've done strawberries, raspberries, 
blueberries and blackberries you know, in a fruit dip in a chocolate cup. Hard to explain, but when do you? I'll make it again and I'll post it on my Facebook page along with the recipe on how to do it. But anything with fruit just seems to catch my attention. Weeks ago, I remember talking or mentioning about a cheesecake fruit salad. And although I have, I, I have to find the right time to actually present this or to make this, uh, where I'm not just doing it for myself. Otherwise, it might get eaten all by my, by myself. And that would just really throw off everything that I'm trying to do with going to boot camp or train with Tracy. I'll talk about that shortly. But I enjoy doing things with fruit. Very exciting things. Very fun things. I've done a shrimp papaya salad. That was wonderful. And that was great. I I enjoyed that. I loved the taste of papaya. But then, you know, shrimp. But then just doing a mango salsa uh, the other day. I had mangoes and I didn't, again, want them to waste. Uh, I was going to make it for someone else and didn't have an opportunity to. And I'm like, okay, I, I really need to buckle down and use these before they go bad or before they go past the time period of making a salsa really, really, a mango salsa. And yeah, I ate the whole thing. But it was mangoes. It was mangoes. So we're we're good on that. Uh, it was it was healthy, and then of course with the uh, capsaicins from the pepper and so forth that I added in, uh, it continued to help work my metabolism. <laughs> I know I'm I'm kind of being goofy right about now. Uh, if you have any, before I go into the, this salsa, um, this fruit salsa one that I want to talk, I want to mention or share. If you have maybe a, a salsa or a dip that you would like to mention and maybe even share over, uh, on air, give us a call. I always say us. Give me a call uh, here at the radio station on the Unbougie Foodie at 651-200-3479. Again, that number is 651-200-3479. Um, open to take your phone calls uh, and maybe discuss with you maybe your your favorite dip or salsa. One that you know that you, uh, you're you a master and commander of over. Uh, so, again, feel free to, you know, give, us, give me a call here at the station. Uh, you could always leave a message too on my Facebook page, and I will gladly uh, answer your questions or maybe even share a, a point or two. <laughs> um, so, Facebook is at the Unbuji Foodie. If you're interested in seeing maybe some photos or places that I've gone in the past, which to mention about one place that I went to yesterday, which was uh, yesterday? No. Yeah, no. Thursday. Um, uh, go to my Instagram uh, and that is the underscore unbougie foodie and it will cover a wide variety of stuff. More so, of course, you know, it's going to be about food, but of course you'll see probably cookbooks uh, or maybe spices or just maybe an event that I've gone to that again always involves food. So remember, the underscore unbougie foodie. And then you know if you're every now and then you might hear, I never rant. <laughs> I will rave about maybe a food or an event, um, some type of dish or cuisine that I've had or enjoyed. Uh, visit my Twitter at unbougie foodie, and you could also. Send me an email, contact me, ask me questions at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. Again, that is theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. But getting back to this um, salsa, it's called Twisting in the Tropics Fruit Salsa. So, you know, it's a time again for a barbecue uh, and maybe you want something that is... Uh, light and 
rather than just having maybe watermelon you could have so many other different types of fruits um, with maybe your evening out your parties in the backyard uh, or at the park in a grill or at a grill um, this is just a it's a a very fruity zesty uh, dessert salsa and it's not overly sweet um, it just has some really nice fruit in it uh, and you don't have to worry about doing a lot I mean truly the only thing that you really are going should be concerned about is you know cutting the the fruit period <laughs> but it makes quite a bit um, so it makes about four and a half cups and so the ingredients for this uh, it starts off with one mango peeled pitted and cut into half inch dices one papaya peeled halved lengthwise and then seeded and cut into half inch dices one quarter of a pineapple that has been peeled cored and cut into half inch dices okay so let's just say that the next few items are all cut into half inch dices so four kiwis peeled and cut the dice two plums halved cut in half pitted and then again cut into half inch dice <laughs> everything else is just going to either be uh juices so freshly grated zest of one large lime two tablespoons of fresh uh, lime juice two tablespoons of fresh orange juice it's very repetitive two tablespoons of finely shredded fresh mint leaves and lastly uh, a pinch of kosher salt so you're going to combine all of the items in a medium bowl and preferably um, in maybe like a glass bowl um, because you're dealing with a lot of citrus and you don't want to ha- want it to have a, a tinny. Uh, and those that know about either citrus or uh, how it might, how it reacts and it will take on sometimes the flavor of maybe a container. So in this, you want to use a, a non-reactive bowl is what they encourage. Uh, so anything that is maybe glass or plastic, that will be perfect. Maybe like a Tupperware. If, is Tupperware used still? Um, <laughs> so you're going to put it, all of those ingredients in a, in a medium bowl. And then... And even the lime juice or the lime zest, the lime juice, the orange juice, the mint, and the salt. Did I mention the fresh mint? I think I did. Once you add all those together, you're going to stir them gently just to blend everything together. And that re- that's it. You are going to then you know, serve that you know, in a small bowl. Or you could put it in a, a, a large serving bowl. Um, but then you got to keep in mind, you want to serve that kind of immediately. So it is something that you is not something you can prepare ahead of time and then really, you know, put in the refrigerator save. You want that to still those juices to not have been released from the fruit. You want the fruit to still be retaining all of those <laughs> that 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 liquid that uh, will allow your taste buds to dance with all the different flavors that they're (laughs) experiencing. (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) It makes a large amount. Like I mentioned, it makes about four and one half cups. So, yeah. You want to make sure that uh, if you are going to serve that, you want to serve it immediately. Um, and you know it's a great little book um again i will make sure to put that on the uh, unbougie foodie page as well uh as one of the recipes um just so uh you'll have an opportunity to hey if you like you could probably print it off as well um but it will be available for you um and if you're interested in sharing any of your uh, dips or salsas or whether it be savory or sweet, um, hey, drop us the line. 
drop me a line at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com uh, or visit the Facebook page and, you know, leave a message. But they'll be there for you to enjoy and then make your own. What do I always say about recipes? Recipes, uh, I mean, unless you, and of course that comes in time too, but recipes really are just a foundation for your own creativity. They give you the basis of how to, how a meal should actually, how a meal would look and be prepared and presented. Now, mind you, all of us could be great cooks. Uh, we could definitely use information from cookbooks to start off but what makes it yours is when you start to be creative and add certain flavors or spices um, that changes it but that is to your liking so that's important too and i'm always going to say that you know food is for creating food is for the creative (laughs) uh I admire so many different chefs because of their thought process that they have in being able to just come up with ideas. That would just be, I wish I had even more of the creative mind to do so much more. But you know, things all come in time. (laughs) Everything in its due time. So, just know that uh, it's still early on. Even Julia Child started at a late age, if you would, in cooking. That gives me so much hope. A friend reminded me that and said, hey, you know, Julia Child really started cooking at the age of her early 40s. I'll put it that way. It does give me some hope. It really does. I have creative mind, a creative thoughts in my head about food. <laughs> you could always pick my brain if you'd like. <laughs> anyway, I mentioned about uh, Train with Tracy. <laughs> and I, I'm going to talk about this. One, because I want to keep myself accountable, my listeners accountable. And to know that, um, yeah, it's right now she is my personal trainer. And she is working me three days out of the week. It's a boot camp. Yeah, fitness boot camp. Uh, Food and fitness, they go hand in hand, especially if you want to have a really great life or enjoy, continue to enjoy, enjoy food. Yeah, you do have to be more active and do more things. Um, And I do take that personally. You know, I talking about it. Uh, would hold me accountable Uh, but then I also get the encouragement and support of uh, friends and people that I consider family and my actual family um, about how I'm doing and just encouraging me to continue forward Uh, because you know if you're going to be a foodie you gotta be (laughs) a healthy foodie (laughs) uh Gosh. Uh, so if anyone's ever interested, um, definitely reach out to me through Facebook and I will just give you more information uh, and direct you to, uh, you know, Train with Tracy or visit her Facebook page, Train with Tracy. Uh, she is a certified personal trainer and uh, has a number of different programs uh, available. Uh, why not do a consultation? Give her an opportunity to um make you get that summer body that you want and more (laughs) i'm working towards that right now (laughs) Uh, and still at the same time realizing that i am going to be going to the state fair and will need all the help that i could get so this is perfect so if you also want to you know make sure you're getting in shape um because you know if you are a foodie you're probably eating things that um yeah you you probably don't want to get away from that you you can't get away from (laughs) yeah i'm I'm thinking of uh fried cheesecake right now at the fair sorry (laughs) that's just 
what's in my head right now. Uh, I can't help it. Um, next week, I, I'm going to tell you all about, I'm going to mention it right now, but I'm going to tell you about a wonderful Vietnamese restaurant um, in the St. Paul area. And you've probably heard of it or driven past it right on university. It's, and I'm I'm going to do my utmost to say this correctly because I believe it's hopefully correct. Hoa Bien. H-O-A-B-I. And I see, oh, I didn't pronounce it right. B-I-E-N. Bien. It's not Spanish. It's Vietnamese. But gosh, what a, what, what a wonderful place. Uh, it is at the corner of 1106 University Avenue in St. Paul uh, at the corner of, as a matter of fact, Lexington and University. The green line literally drops you off right there. So if you are interested in going to a wonderful Vietnamese restaurant, uh, definitely try that out. Uh, they have a dish that has an egg meat pie on in it uh, with uh, with pork. They have other dishes there, but that one was the one that I had. Very delicious. Very delicious. We'll talk about that next week. Because I want to go really in kind of like in depth. I want to get some opinions of some other friends that had also gone as well. Um, but again, if you've not gone, if you're looking for maybe a Vietnamese restaurant um, in the St. Paul area, definitely visit Hoa Bien or Bien. Bien. Uh, again, the Vietnamese restaurant, 1106 University Avenue. That's in St. Paul, 55104. What are you having today for it's 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 gonna be a nice day. I know people are cooking out. I know they're out doing things. What are you having today? What is going to be your food of choice? Are you gonna grill? <laughs> leave a leave a message on my Facebook page and and let me know. Maybe we'll have a discussion and talk about that on our next show. You know, I'm always interested in having conversations with any of our food listeners or those that might have uh, a question about food you know feel free to give me a call and if i could answer your question maybe even give you a suggestion i am here for you <laughs> just so you know uh before i go um gosh the time really is escaping me <laughs> There is, I'm going to mention another event that is going to be happening uh, in the in the St. Paul area. Uh, if you're not familiar with Clues St. Paul, uh, they are, you know, a Latin community, um, all about celebrating Latin culture. Uh, they are going to be having what they refer to as Fiesta Latina. That is going to be Saturday, August 12th. Another save the date for you right here in the St. Paul uh, area and literally right across the street uh, at the address is 797 East 7th Street in St. Paul. That will be again on Saturday, August 12th. It's going to be a free family friendly community festival. It's going to once again be celebrating Latin culture through arts through food, health and wellness and fitness, and they're also going to have entertainment. Um, you know, find out more information by going to clues.org at Fiesta or forward slash Fiesta Latina, and it will give you more information on that uh, that event. Um, again, keep in mind that 7th Street Live is going to be coming up in the month of August, specifically August 26th. Don't forget about it, folks. It is going to be a wonderful uh, opportunity for you to come out and meet a number of the show hosts um, and just enjoy a great time with live music. There's going to be a lot uh, of just a lot of artists, you know, a lot of new artists, a lot of artists that, you know, people are familiar with in the community. So, you know, why not have an a, a 
a time or you know and enjoy you know a fun event with your family and again friends and just come out to 7th Street Live you could definitely pick up a flyer too and find out all the different artists that are going to be available again it's going to be from noon to 6 right here in St. Paul 895 7th Street St. Paul, Minnesota 55106 Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about, like I said, Hua Bien. And we'll give you some information about uh, there's going to be a food hall that's going to be opening up really soon uh, that I'm really excited about. And I've talked about it in the past. There has been a little bit of a change to it. So I know that I talked about 7th Street Truck Yard. It is not going to be a truck yard. It's going to be Truck Park. Because you know, they're not going to be moving. <laughs> and there will actually be food trucks on the inside of this food hall. So join me next week when I tell you more information about that local food hall. With really unique uh, cuisines that are going to be there. I mean, fun cuisines. P- picture yourself going across the United States and stopping at uh, different I won't say truck stops, but if you've ever been to a truck stop, they have a whole lot of variety of foods. But, you know, you're parked somewhere and you see a little roadside restaurant. Yeah, picture that. (laughs) In the meantime, thank you all so much for joining me today. Uh, As always, it's been a pleasure talking to you about food. Uh, It wasn't a lot, but it was definitely food that you can enjoy. Uh, as well as the different events that are going on right now or upcoming. In the future, feel free to give us a call because we're here to answer your questions as well as listen to any suggestions you might have. But as I end the show, as we're at the top of the hour, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because really, It is all about the food. And until next time, folks, enjoy the day and peace.